24th day of the month. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 26-27 Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. Hebrews 10, verses 24-25 Today's theme is life in community. As it takes an entire village to raise a child, so also it takes an entire congregation to nurture a Christian. God has created human beings in an interlocking system of relationships, apart from which we cannot flourish. The church is a gift from God in order that we may be provided with a community of faith in which to grow. In the process, this community holds us accountable and encourages us in our spiritual journey. Regular participation in the life of a congregation is intended to be mutually beneficial. As others spur us on, so we also spur others on. We are initiated into this community at baptism. Even death does not separate us from it, but rather translates us into another form of it. So that Charles Wesley could write, One family we dwell in God, one church above, beneath, though now divided by the stream, the narrow stream of death. What do you cherish most about your life in a Christian congregation? What do you think are your major contributions to others in the congregation? Opening Prayer O God of hosts, you are never alone. Even when you seem to us to be solitary in your splendor, you yourself live within the community of your triune being. As you are never alone, so you provide that we shall not be alone. Increase our appreciation for your gift of the church, imperfect though it is because of our many faults. By the unifying power of the Holy Spirit, visit us and bind us together as those who know themselves to be your people. Through Jesus Christ, whose promises we trust. Amen. Psalm 115, verses 9 through 18. But you, O Israel, put your trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. Clan of Aaron, trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. You who fear God, trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. O God, remember us and bless us. Bless the families of Israel and Aaron. And let God bless all who fear God. Bless the small Bless the great. O let God enlarge your families, giving growth to you, growth to your children. May you be blessed by God, by God who made heaven and earth. The heaven of heavens is for God, but he put us in charge of the earth. Dead people can't praise God, not a word to be heard from those buried in the ground. But we bless God. Oh, yes, we bless him now. We bless him always. Hallelujah. From the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 49, verses 1 through 12. Listen to me, O islands, and pay attention, you people from afar. The Lord called me from the womb. From the body of my mother he named me. He has made my mouth like sharp swords. In the shadow of his hand he has concealed me, and he has also made me a select arrow. He has hidden me in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant Israel, in whom I will show my glory. But I said, 
I have toiled in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing in vanity. Yet surely the justice due to me is with the Lord, and my reward is with my God. And now, says the Lord who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him so that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God is my strength. He says, It is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. I also make you a light of the nations, so that of my salvation may reach the end of the earth. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and its Holy One, to the despised one, to the one abhorred by the nation, to the servant of rulers. Kings will see and arise. Princes will also bow down, because the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. Thus says the Lord, in a favorable time I have answered you. In a day of salvation, I have helped you, and I'll keep you and give you for a covenant of the people to restore the land, to make them inherit the desolate heritage, saying to those who are bound, go forth to those who are in darkness, show yourselves along the roads they will feed, and their pasture will be on all bare heights. They will not hunger or thirst, nor will the scorching heat or sun strike them down, for he who is compassionate on them will lead them and will guide them to the springs of water." I'll make all my mountains a road, and my highways will be raised up. Behold, these will come from afar, and lo, these will come from the north and from the west, and these from the land of Sinem. From the letter to the Galatians, chapter 2, verses 11 through 21. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he stood condemned. For prior to the coming of certain men from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he began to withdraw and hold himself aloof, fearing the party of the circumcision. The rest of the Jews joined him in hypocrisy, with the result that even Barnabas was carried away by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas in the presence of all, If you, being a Jew, live like the Gentiles and not like the Jews, how is it that you compel the Gentiles to live like Jews? We are Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Christ Jesus, even we have believed in Christ Jesus, so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, since by the works of the law no flesh will be justified. But if, while seeking to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have also been found sinners, is Christ then a minister of sin? May it never be! For if I rebuild what I have once destroyed, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died needlessly." From the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 6, verses 13 through 29. And they were casting out many demons, and were anointing with oil many sick people and healing them. And King Herod heard of it, for his name had become well known, and people were saying, John the Baptist is risen from the dead, and that is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others were saying, He is Elijah. And others were saying, He is a prophet like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he kept saying, John, whom I beheaded, has risen? For Herod himself had sent and had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, 
the wife of his brother Philip, because he had married her. For John had been saying to Herod, it is it's not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to put him to death and could not do so. For Herod was afraid of John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he kept him safe. And when he had heard him, he was very perplexed, and he used to enjoy listening to him. A strategic day came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his lords and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. And when the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guests. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you want, and I'll give it to you. And he swore to her, Whatever you ask of me, I'll give it to you, up to half of my kingdom. And she went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? And she said, That of John the Baptist. Immediately she came in a hurry to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And although the king was very sorry, yet because of his oaths and because of his dinner guests, he was unwilling to refuse her. Immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded him to bring back his head. And he went and had him beheaded in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about this, they came and took away his body and laid it in a tomb. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Sally Dick, a bishop in the United Methodist Church. O God of light and hope, we in the United Methodist Church are walking an uncertain pathway, not knowing where it will lead for us as a church. We lament that our differences have become dividing for some, yet we know that throughout our salvation history there have been times when uncertainties have resulted in unexpected opportunities and directions. Help us who stay United Methodists recommit to making disciples of Jesus Christ to strengthen our relationships with our ecumenical partners and care for our neighbors near and far. Give us eyes to see the hidden treasures in those along our path and guide our feet into the ways of peace. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 